Welcome to the Winning Edge Investments Podcast. Winning Edge Investments provides industry-leading horse racing and sports betting tips, ratings and education, enabling you to invest intelligently and treat your betting like a business. Go to www.winningedgeinvestments.com to learn more about how you can start to supercharge your betting bank immediately. Treat your betting like a business and invest intelligently with Winning Edge Investments. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Winning Edge Mornings podcast. I'm your host, Lewis, and joining me again on the show this morning is WA guru Cam O'Brien. Morning, Cam. Morning, Lewis. Yes, how you doing? Yeah, going well, thanks. How have you been since we last spoke a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, good, good. It's been sort of about even in Perth, but um, uh, we had a, a bad one two weeks ago when we last spoke because it turned out to be a dynamite leaders track, which was a bit unfortunate, uh, but it's been okay since. Um, and uh, yeah, there's been a lot going on with uh, a lot of rain in WA, but then we, so this, it's sort of been a bit tricky then. There's a lot of rain there today, and it's going to be interesting to see how the um, how the track plays, actually. All right, well, that's a good lead in. Um, perhaps we'll start with the track um, and then we'll talk through a couple of market movers. And we've also got a question that's come in via our Facebook page from one of the listeners. Um, yeah. So we, when we spoke a fortnight ago, the rail was in the true. Um, yeah. It favoured inside barriers, as you said, um, but we've got a completely different scenario today on a heavy yeah. nine with the rail out 14. Any yeah. thoughts on how you think it'll play? Yeah, I yeah, I think they shifted this. I'm sure when I saw this meeting first come out that it was going to be in the six. Um, so I reckon I might have moved it. But, um, yeah, so 14 – well, it, my thoughts on it are that um, – well, it's, it's a heavy nine and raining, for one thing. So – and looking at the radar, there's rain springing up off the coast, as it tends to do. Um, so it's certainly not getting any drier, and it's only really going to get more wet. Um, and with the rail out 14, generally – the further rail goes out, you, you can run on, but but you're better off running on near the near the fence. Um, it was out 18 a few weeks ago. With it 14, I think yeah, I think you're going to want to be near the rail. Uh, you, they probably won't get out wide, but but with the wet track, with the rain on the wet track, that could change things. So what I'm actually going to do is, I've got my I've got my markets all finished for how I think it's going to play, but I'm going to watch race one and then I'm going to finalise my markets for race two after race one, seeing how race one plays. And then after race two, race three's a sack race. Um, not, not didn't do it, so um, I'll finalise sort of race four and five or whatever, and maybe the rest of them, depending if if there's a clear pattern or lack of pattern after those races. So I've got my thoughts on the meeting and on every horse and my prices on each of them right now, but um, uh, that's subject to the track playing how I think it might, um, and if it yeah that could change. So my markets won't be finalised till a bit later today. Okay, well that makes sense. Um, mm. Let's talk about some of the movers. Um, yep. Race four, number five, picture perfect, has been $5 to $3.70 with only five cents of deductions for mm. the famous combo of Pike and Williams. Yeah, um, I had $6, so I was um, about about the same as what it was when it opened. Uh, it'll be, it'll, it will be track dependent because the one I like in the race is Fuhrer, and if they're leading, for example, Fuhrer, I, I tipped two weeks ago as well on the leader bias track, and, and he led – and led and led, but then uh, he 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 left the fence in the straight, and <laughs> Pike on um, whoever Pike's rider was, I've forgotten the horse's name, railed up from last and knocked us off on the line, um, and so that was very frustrating because Pike from last managed to take advantage of the rail bias, and our horse left the rail, and there was about five lengths to third. Um, so if Fura 
if it, if they're leading and rail is best, Fury's going to be really hard to run down. Uh, but if it's a bit more fair, then yeah. But look, I can see Pitch Perfect is is yeah one of the leading hopes as well. But um, yeah, track dependent for it. If if they're running on, then I'll be pushing Fury right out, for example. Okay. Race number six, the one express times four dollars to three dollars thirty. A very solid push against the current fav- favorite Strathmore Rose. Yeah, I agree with them. Um, unfortunately, it looks like I probably won't be on though, because I, I, I'm, I'm express time top pick, and uh, and Strathmore Rose sec- equal second pick with first law. I was hoping to be on express time, but I'd need sort of four dollars to get on. But yeah, top rater for me, so agree that it's it's a wet tracker, and um, and it was wet when it won here. Last start, and, yeah, it's obviously going to be very wet again today, so I'm not surprised with the move. And in the last, uh, the one, Ginger Baker, and the 10, Stylex, have both been met with pretty good support. Yeah, I've got the last really quite open. Um, uh, Ginger Baker is my second pick, but basically equal top with Irritable Rodney. Um, I've got those not, virtually nothing between them, and uh, but I've got several chances in the race, and Stylex is one. So for me, yeah, look, Stylex is now a bit of unders. Uh, Ginger Baker is also unders in the current market, actually, because, yeah, I've got it quite open. I think it's probably the most open race of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's get to this viewer question via sure. our Facebook page. Uh, Will asks... How much do pro punters let the market influence their decision making? Yeah, um, it depends. It depends on the horse, uh, and it depends probably on the race too, but a bit mostly on the horse. So if the horse is first up from a spell, then I'll be paying much more attention to the market than if the horse has, you know, had a few runs in for the prep, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if if the horse has changed stable, uh, so if, if there's things that the less the less known factors there are about the horse, the more I'll pay attention to the market. Um, if I know the horse well and truly well enough and and things like that, then if it drifts, I don't care. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm sticking with what I my price. But you know, I, I don't really change my markets leading up to the race. Uh, it'll be more sort of race morning if I've got a query on a horse, I'll be seeing what the market's doing and um, may adjust based on that. Uh, but especially that is if. As I say, if there is unknown things, unknown quantities about that horse, then I might be changing. Uh, but if, if the horse is a known quantity, then I let the market uh, make up its own mind, and I'm happy to oppose it. If, if my markets were like the real markets all the time, then I'd never ever bet. So if my, if one of my ones drifts and I'm confident in my mark, then I'm happy it drifts, and I'll you know just want to back it. Yeah, yeah. Does it? What about if? Is it dependent on the stable? Um, if you see some of those bigger stables. Um, Drifting is. Do you pay more attention to that as opposed to a, a smaller stable? Uh, yes. That doesn't really. Okay. Well, yeah, yes. If it's first up from a spell again, like that, that's a big yeah. lead. If it's first up, if it's a big stable and it's first up from a spell, uh, especially if it's a longer spell or whatever. Um, well, a longer spell tends to be self-explanatory. But but if it's a, if it, it, let's say it's had a regular length spell and and it's drifting, then you think okay, so it hasn't come back as well potentially. So yeah, then I would. Whereas a smaller stable, yeah, I mean the market's probably not really gonna be impacted by a smaller stable drift. That that'll be based on the opinion of the horse's ability because the smaller stable wouldn't have the weight of. Uh, influence to be able to move the market like that. So yeah, in, in the case of biggest stable, in those in those cases, yes. But if a bigger stable drifts and the horse is a known quantity, then it's not the stable reason it's drifting. It's because of syndicates, you know, like like Sajelko and them just don't like it for whatever reason that day, and so they're backing others. So yep. yeah, in the, in again, it's circumstantial. In in that in the circumstance of the known quantity, the biggest stable drifting. That's as I say, that wouldn't be their doing. But it's been, in some circumstances, it is. As I say, if if the, if the horse has had an issue first up, that kind of thing. All right, brilliant. Hopefully that answers your question, Will. Um, yep. And 
just lastly remind us uh, what you offer as part of your Winning Edge service and how the listeners can get involved. Yeah, so winningedgeinvestments.com is the website. And, um, yeah, all the WA turf meetings I do, and you get my prices at these meetings plus suggested bets um, and, and uh, you know, map comments and things like that at the Metro meetings as well. And so, uh, yeah, all, all that for uh, for all the year round. There's only – I don't do the dirt tracks in WA, but I do nearly all the grass tracks. There's only one or two of the country grass tracks that I don't do. I look at the rest of them. And so, yeah, it's WA racing all the year round. All year round. Brilliant. Great. Thanks again, Cam. And uh, best of luck today. No worries. Thanks, Lewis. You too.